Welcome to Hindsight Hacking. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool. And we've talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs hacking their hindsight to give you better foresight. And now we're bringing you those same great interviews along with other mindset hacks, visibility hacks, traffic hacks, and more to get you all the tools you need to gain more visibility and gain more traffic. And of course, gain more sales. So head over to GetHHM.com forward slash toolbox to get all the free resources to help you get more. And so without further ado, let's get to it. What is going on, everybody? We have a treat for you. Mr. Eric Cabral, founder of PodMax, among other places. So the for everyone that needs to get to know Eric, get ready, get ready. He is another one of these success stories that left corporate America of after 20 years. So speaking to Ron and I's heart, uh, and, but then he fell or went headfirst into the real estate market. He runs a show or a, a brand, on-air brands, all about some podcasting and is the founder of Pod Max, which if you've been paying attention, we've been talking a lot about over the last few weeks. So we had to bring the co-founder on the show, Mr. Eric Cabral. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, yeah. Bram, bram, bram. Yeah. Man, it's good to be here. I uh, love the yeah. intro. The intro has a lot of energy. So thanks for that. Uh, yeah, I'm just happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Eric, we're stoked to have you. One, I, I have to point out the Macintosh that's behind because <laughs> there's not a lot of people that's going to know that, but that's what I, that was. That's what I learned graphics on right there. That yes. Little man. Pixel by pixel by pixel. Right? Pixel by pixel. The first time I used that thing, uh, I was in, I think I was in, I don't know if it was school of visual arts, but um, it might've been my, my associates uh, in, in Sullivan County, upstate New York. Uh, but I remember, seeing an army of them in the library and i was like hmm what can i do with this and then started playing around i'm like wait a minute this does typography i don't have to cut and paste and you know oh my god i could start you know printing things out and like kerning and like everything was just changed my changed and rocked my world when when those things came oh out. yeah no i i went to uh design school and worked yeah. on that and then you know got in the real world world and then everyone's like you can't make money with design. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> remember, when, remember when we would say, I'm a graphic designer? People will go, what's that? No, it was um at the time in the late 90s, it was called, uh, I'm a commercial commercial artist. A commercial what? artist, yeah. Commercial artist. What's yeah. that? Yeah, because graphic designer, like my mom was so mad at me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What do you mean was? <laughs> anyway, before we get too far down the rabbit hole here, Eric, why don't you uh, take a moment to kind of tell everyone your story a little bit? Yeah, of course. Uh, more than happy. So let's see. You guys already mentioned the corporate America thing. It's been exactly 23 years now. Now that's 2021 that I've left. Uh, I, I was in corporate America for 23 years. Sorry, not left. Um, but I was in for, no, I'm sorry, 22 years. And, um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, a typical grind, you know, cubicle life, uh, burning the candle at both ends at times in order to, uh, to sort of appease the gods. And I, um, realized after being uh, laid off for the second time, which I always say was truly blessed that it only happened twice in that 20 plus career, um, I did an audit. I was like, what can I do? What can change here? I'm bored. You know, I feel like I've hit a glass ceiling and I'm making decent money, but it hasn't really changed over 10 years. Um, so I checked in with my wife, the, the CEO of the household, and I was like, hey, well, let's 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 put the pen to paper and how much runway, how much savings do we have? And she was like, we probably got a couple years. You're good. And plus she makes a decent salary. So I was like, uh, would you mind if I like tried something new, something different? What are you thinking? I'm like, real estate investing. <laughs> She's like, Wait, what are you talking about? It's, uh, it's you're creative. You don't know anything about investing. So I went nuts. I started reading books. The aha moment was when I was reading Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad, The Purple Pill, as uh, those like to call it. And I was literally punching the steering wheel in anger, frustration, and inspiration in that I was a fool all along. I'm like, no offense to anyone who's at the grind now, but you don't realize that we're sort of programmed to be in this industrial mindset and just like keep working 20, 30, 40 years for that gold watch. 
which we all know never comes anymore. So I was like, why am I building and making millions, literally millions for these Fortune 100 companies when I can maybe try to do this for myself and my family as opposed to building for someone else who doesn't even know my name? So that's when I was like, let me see what this can do. So I started networking and buying courses and attending networking. Just, just went all in, build the network, which all culminated into what you guys know of as On Air Brands and Podmax now. Uh, so crazy uh, that it's it's awesome that you had the support that of of your wife and. And Ron and I, we both have, have been in that situation with the going through the grind, going through the daily making money for someone else. And, uh, you know, the, the parts that we loved was the development of people and, and, and different things on that aspect. But we could, we never really cared about the places we were, we were working for, the people we were working for. But we still grinded and we still tried to grow and climb that carpet ladder. And, uh, and so it, it but once we started working together, we realized, okay, now it, we can build something off on our own. We can do this for ourselves, that same kind of ahas. But it took a few conversations with the CEOs of our houses uh, to to actually allow and make that occur. Maybe uh, some begging. Some yeah. some begging, yes. Some proof, a lot some of work and, and building on the side before we left uh, that, that position. But uh, walk us through... Walk us through that first year of real estate. I mean, you talked yeah. about diving head first because that is such a shift of graphic artistry or, yeah. uh, you know, any way like that. Right. And so me being on this podcast and doing all the things Ron and I do, like that was a complete 180 for, for mm -hmm. me as well. And so, yeah. uh, yeah, walk us through that first year of, of yeah. successes and, and opportunities. <laughs> the, the first year was really about finding people that knew more than I did, which wasn't hard, right? I guess easily find people who were smarter than I was. Um, and it was also figuring out myself, right? Checking my ego, my insecurities and understanding like, okay, I have a lot to learn here. I'm 40 something. I am starting a new career. I didn't anticipate going back to creative. I, I really thought this is my legacy. I'm going to build a portfolio worth millions and millions of dollars and and then just walk off into the sunset and and sip margaritas on the beach with my wife and watch the kids, you know, go play with the sharks. So um I uh I I started to go to real estate uh, real estate uh, events. So I because of the rich dad poor dad, this is funny cuz you guys are in the industry. Uh I got an invite on Facebook that said, "Hey, uh, rich dad poor dad's going to be in Edison, New Jersey, which was two minutes from my house. So I'm like, oh, Kiyosaki's going to be there. And I slowly realized he was not going to be there, but his organization was in my town and it was free. And like, I could show up and sit there and take notes and it was a full day and it was free. And did I mention that it was free? And I was like, cool. So uh, they just hit us with a fire hose of information. Like you could do wholesaling, you could do buy rentals, you could do uh, flipping. You could blah, 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 blah. And they're like, okay, do you know how to implement any of that? And uh, No, I have no idea what you're talking about. So they're like, well, it just so happens if you run to the back of the room, oh, yeah. well, we can sell you a $5,000 weekend. And I'm like, okay, cool. And you get an iPad. Actually, it's not an iPad. It's a knockoff from Lenovo. But yeah, you can bring it home to your wife and she'll think that it's an iPad. So I'm like, I got the package. I bought the that, and then, and then I was in. I got sucked right in. And as I went deeper into the funnel, Tens of thousands of dollars later, they broke. It opened for me. One of the coaches from South Africa, absolutely amazing woman, said, this is how you got here. And I was like, what are you talking about? I don't think I've ever told this story before. So she's <laughs> like, you got an ad on Facebook. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, uh, you came to a free seminar. Yes. And then you bought a program and then you bought another program and then you got in and now you're here basically. I'm like, oh my God, they're watching me. They knew I bought the Kiyosaki book and they targeted me. I had yeah. no idea. So, but the thing is, don't get me wrong. I learned a ton of which you guys are experiencing like a branding through association, networking through it with, you know, building a massive network in a community. Like I learned a ton. Yeah, it was expensive, but I learned through these programs, but then I was implementing. That's the strategy. A lot of people go, it's a ripoff. Don't do it. Well, 
it's just like the gym. If you join a program and you do nothing with it, that's on you. So, right. I took everything and then I put it into my network and the real estate community started to notice like, oh crap, look at this guy. He's got a brand. He's got a website. He knows how to manage social media marketing. Can you help us? So I was a unicorn in this real estate investing space filled with data-driven left-brainers. I was the only creative. So I started to build the client base, which built on-air brands. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start a podcast so that I can like interview people that I need to know and learn how to become a successful entrepreneur and have an opportunity to interview Robert Kiyosaki, which all happened, by the way. And they're like, oh, your podcast is awesome. I was just a guest. Can you do that for me? Then that turned into on our brand's production and creation of podcasts, which built the podcast network, which built PodMax, as you guys know. So I'll pause there because then there's a whole yeah. other pod oh PodMax. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, that story doesn't sound familiar whatsoever. I don't know. What <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like I'm writing down, I was like, gateway drug. Is what yeah. I wrote down when you put when you said rich dad, poor dad, because everyone kind of starts there. And then exactly you got sucked into this funnel. Yeah. And and when you realize it, you're like, oh my gosh. Zeros and ones. Yeah, right? I'm like Neo, like jump off the building. I what? Yes, like, I was all fake. Totally different now, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I, totally I wouldn't different. jump off a building yet to try it, but you never know. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, let's let's kind of after you figure it out the matrix. Let's just call it that because now yeah. it's fun. Uh, it's it's the perfect. Now it's yeah. You've surrounded yourself with people. You've already got a business going, right? Because as right brainers, you look at things differently, right? And you approach the same work differently, right? And some people will say, "Oh, it's a visionary thing." No, it's just how we think. It's weird, but. What was the next thing that you decided to do that was important for you to grow your company to where it is today? And I know that's kind of a bigger question, but. Yeah, if I can attribute it to one thing, and this keeps coming up every minute of the day, is the value of building relationships. Like, I mean, this sounds cliche, but seriously, people, authentic relationships, meaning you actually give a crap about the other person you're talking to. And the podcast really taught me how to become a better listener, right? So that was how I used to attract, you know, like mates, I'm like, oh, hey, hey, future girlfriend and uh, ex-girlfriend. Like I was just listening. I understood they love men who can listen to them. So I would just listen and regurgitate whatever they said to me. And it got me popular with the ladies and got my wife, you know, to marry me. So then I was like, huh, let me use those skill sets to become a podcaster. And the same thing happened. People were like talking, 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 talking. And I was listening. And then at the end, they were like, I love you. Uh, how can I be in your world? All because I would just listen to them. So it's like, wow, if I keep doing this more and actually try to give them some value, which I didn't realize at the time, the podcast was the value, the platform and stage for them, right? They're like, oh, dude, I'm like, I'm getting leads. What are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just putting it out. So it started to just happen organically with no real intention, just like really selfish purposes. Like I'm trying to put my brand out there. I'm trying to tell my story. This is a good platform. But then I'm also building relationships and getting free mentorship <laughs> from people who know more than I do. So it was just a win, 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 win overall. But then as the podcast grew and the community grew, then I was like, wow, this is really powerful because there's just so much that could be offered on all sides. And, and, and the magic happens when the mics turn off is, is what I always say. Cause that's when I was like, wow, oh, this is not about the podcast. This is about the relationships. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, really mic drop. Uh, He's over. Thanks for coming. We appreciate yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's so funny the the unintended consequences of when Ron and I launched our show is exactly that we, we started off and we still use this, the, the, podcast gets us free coaching, free mentorship. Right. And, uh, that's, I mean, that, those are the first few guests that we're trying to get on our show. We're like, Hmm, we need to learn from this person. Let's go <laughs> talk to them. And, uh, but, but the, the relationships that are built off camera, off the, you know, air is, is just insane and forever, forever grateful for every single person that we've been able to meet. I mean, that's, we met the, the biz bros, Luis and Luis 
via conversation started to end up on our podcast and their podcast. And because we swapped on that sense. And then, you know, now we do different kinds of work with them and we have a show with them. Right. And then, and then they introduced us to you and and Josh. And and again, the relationships are are second to none with Mm -hmm. this whole world of podcasting. So, uh, but tell us about, you know, obviously we're very partial to podcasting uh, and to helping people create and launch and, and monetize and do all the fun things that you're supposed to do or should do with your show, but you've got on-air brands. And, and so I know you do some of that same things like walk through, uh, you know, your methodology or just some of the fun tips and tricks that you like to share with your clients with, uh, your, the on-air brands. Yeah. So, okay. So quick, uh, tip uh, for those who are waiting for it. You're like, hey, I'm, I'm going to turn this off any second if he doesn't offer some real value that I can implement. So because like a lot of it's high level strategies, right? That you, 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 you get it if you're doing it. But if you're not doing it yet, it's like, ah, give me more. So <laughs> when you have a podcast, and you're going to launch something, what we always highly recommend with I, I call strategy, I didn't coin that, right? Somebody made that up. Uh, the growth strategy is really um making sure that the show has many episodes, right? So say ideally eight to 10 or eight to 12 episodes that you have in the bank. So you have full, this is interview style potentially. Actually, this only works well with interview style. So you have 12, eight to 12 episodes in the bank, right? And you're also taking those episodes, whatever they are, half hour, an hour, and you're creating maybe four to eight minute episodes, just mini sods that of those same guests. And what you want to do is hold those until you're ready to launch all of them. So then when you launch, you actually can hit up every single guest at the same time and say, Hey, I just launched the show. Would you promote this to 50 to hundred of your closest friends and family? What's that's going to do for you and the algorithms that iTunes loves is that now you have this wave of people listening to the podcast and the barrier to entry is low because why wouldn't they commit to a five minute episode of someone that is in their network? So now you're getting this crescendo of a bunch of people promoting you at the same time, right? And then on the back end, I didn't even talk about how like you wanna make sure on iTunes or whatever platform you're using, that you're looking for this micro niche, right? You don't want to just say, ah, real estate investing. Like you want to find like mobile home investing, like something that's micro niche and try to own that space and category. So that will boost you up in terms of success. So those are sort of the things that we implement with our clients. Uh, I I love that. So kind of how how we do our show, Uh, we do it live, right? And that was a struggle in itself because we used to do it recorded. And there's a couple recordings that will never be out there, mm-hmm. right? And so now live, we can't take that risk. So we have to have a conversation prior. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's live on multiple different streams. Then the uh, could be three days later or a week later, it's on all the platforms. And then we cut that episode up into, I think we're up to 55 pieces of content. Mm-hmm. And so we're blasting it out every time we have a show. And now we have a show five days a week because we've built up that bank. Like we help people and we're like, don't commit to anything except once a week, like be consistent once a week. That's when your people needs to, you know, know they can trust you that you're going to show up. Right. And so many people are like, I'm going to go on every single day. No, you're not. Please don't think that way (laughs) because you'll quit. Like you will stop. That's why, that's why it's a bad, bad situation. But I love the piece where you're talking about owning your space in a micro niche, Mm -hmm. right? Because I think so many people um, start a podcast. They're like, oh, well, I'm a business entrepreneur or relationships. We've helped a lot of people launch in the relationship space. Mm -hmm. And guess what? That's a really big conversation, right? And and what we want to do is help you niche down where then you can get on those charts and you can have some social proof which then in turn can help you get some other guests, which then in turn builds your credibility, which then in turn, you just kind of blow up. It's kind of a crazy situation, right? Yeah. Um, so what's your funnest part of what you're doing when you're helping somebody launch a show? When launching a show. Um, so complete honesty and transparency. Um, 
on-air brands has become a well-oiled machine to the point where I operate on the outside, right? Mm -hmm. So really what my job at this point is, this is, I guess, the answer to your question, um, <laughs> finding the relationships and realizing that's a pain point for them. So I don't want to announce it here, but we have a major, major, major personality from a huge corporation that we all know who needs a show. And mm -hmm. she, oh, well, there's a slight reveal there, wants us to launch it or relaunch it for her. And may or may not be a she. Yeah. <laughs> more than happy to do it for her because right. we know overall, you know, so this is a near and dear and close to her. Everyone who, who launches a podcast, it's a very close personal project to them. And um, they, they, it's, 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 it's an honor uh, to, to take on that responsibility and, and, and knowing that they trust us. So she trusts us to launch this. So that's my job is to to instill and and put out my brand and my personal brand that people come to me now and say, come to us and say, I love and trust you guys, right? Based off all the peripheral stuff, because how can we have literally created a, a bond of love and trust over an hour long conversation? I mean, it's, it's done, but um, branding as a whole, personal branding as a whole, your company, your personal brand, all of that stuff on a subconscious level embeds in people's minds. So when they talk to you, now they're like, I love you. Why is that? Because you've been doing your job all along, creating evergreen content, offering value, all this stuff. So my job is to say, hey, we can do this for you. And then I put it into the machine and then they work on it. And then now we get the credit for it. I get the credit for it because it's, 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 my, it's my company. So that's the cool stuff. Yeah, that's uh, the, the evergreen piece, the evergreen content. Like we laugh when people are t telling us, hey, I see you everywhere. I can't get rid of you. Uh, I'm like, perfect. That's what we want. And uh, But it makes any sales conversation easy, yeah. right? Because it, it's no longer a sales conversation. It's, it's uh, just a conversation that you're having with an old friend because they feel like they know you already because you're you know, we're talking real, we're not talking just surface level stuff with every show, right? Like we get deep and personal and, and when, when you've published, you know, when you publish every single day in, on a show, right? Like people just get to know you that the more they listen. So for you, how, uh, how many shows, podcasts, you know, are you doing any solo, any, any co-hosting, uh, you know, what's kind of your schedule on that? <laughs> it's uh, perfectly asked uh, the question. You, you you framed it perfectly because I have an answer for that. But I'll tell you the question when it's often asked. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, it's going to sound pretentious because often people go, I love your show. And then I used to ask, which one? Right. <laughs> right. Because to most, like even having one podcast, you know, that's a feat, you know, like, oh, man, you know, but they don't realize I literally have probably um, close to half a dozen. So I, I am the host of my show, Entrepreneur Circle. I'm the co-host of Capital Hacking, which, you know, heavy into the mindset real estate investing space. I co-host with Josh Carey on Podmax's podcast, co-host on the On Air Brands uh, podcast. Those last two are exactly what you guys do. It's a live stream. So we call it On Air Brands Live, Podmax Live. And like you said, repurpose. We don't call it a podcast because you guys know it's not necessarily a podcast. It's an overall sort of we call media. it a podcast. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, okay. So yeah, you. So depending on how you want to frame it, and especially if you're um, heavy into the audio production and you want to make it sure it shines, you know, we can call it first and foremost a podcast. But anyway, it's 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 those are my main shows, and then I have you know other sort of peripheral ones that, and we produce in house, you know, over a dozen. Um, which is quickly growing. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun and it's a great business model for those who can figure it out because it really started with my show. Like I was the one cutting it up and and creating the music and doing the ads and doing all the stuff every single day. And I was like, this is kind of a grind in a business and it's distracting me from my real business. And I was like, hmm, what if I just hired an editor? And then that became a, you know an automated thing. And it's like, hmm, what if I took the promotion of it off my plate because I was the one creating all the sound bites and the audiograms. And I was like, okay, give that to a designer. And it's like, huh, what if I took away the show notes? Cause I'm still doing this gotten to the point where like, all I do is record and I upload. And then, and then I realized what if other people want that? <laughs> you know, they just record and upload. And then that became the, the service.
for my parents. No. Yeah. No, that's that's so true because <clears throat> there's a couple things that I want to touch on. One is find your who, right? So you can just focus on what you need to focus on, which is probably selling something, right? Um, and then you have to do something I'm bad at, which is let go and and, <laughs> and, and let them do their job, right? Because I've learned from this crazy entrepreneur thing, uh, and Corey can't answer, because uh, I was never this way prior to this being an entrepreneur, even though he used to work with me. Uh, I'm a control freak, and, and I haven't been able to let it go. And my wife, I told my wife this story, and she just laughed at me. I go, that's not funny. Like, like it's a problem. Like, because you... You have to be able to allow someone that you've hired to be creative and do their thing, right? And set parameters. And I I am not extremely detailed on those pieces. Corey's much better at that than I am. So when I explain it, I just assume you got that. And then if you mess up, I need you to leave. Like it's a bad situation. <laughs> <laughs> right? But I, I'm not like that. Like outside of there, but it's different when it's your own little baby and you have a vision. And for me, since I have a vision of what I want it to look like, it's easier if I just do it myself. Mm. Right. And so I have to get better at that. But the other piece that I want to talk about, since you have so much stuff going on and I'm also a calendar fiend, how do you schedule, like, give us an example of how you go about bucketing your, your calendar. Yeah. Good, good question. I, I used to have a live physical assistant. She actually lived in my town. Um, you know, anyone who wants that and desires that, cause I came from corporate, that's what I was comfortable with. It's like right. an assistant needs to be physically there. Right. So, uh, you can go on. I didn't find her this way, but I find that, uh, there are Facebook pages where you can find, uh, women who left corporate America or never went back, you know, after raising children, uh, but have the amazing skill set to do those things for you. So there's Facebook groups for executive assistants. But anyway, um, I had her for about a year and a half, maybe two years, and she was working in the real estate business and then started to work in the uh, multimedia business on your brands. And then, and then I realized when she left, she's like, you know what? You know, I'm going to go look for a full-time job. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do now? Uh, in the interim, let me see what I could do about my calendar. Because that was like the biggest thing she really helped with. She was literally emailing people, hey, and looking. It's like, that just seems crazy now that I think about it. But um, Calendly is the best yeah. tool that I've ever used. Uh, it just took, like you said, Ron, a level of trust for that platform. to under And also getting everyone up to speed because people started, people were associating that with being pretentious. Like, oh, who do you think you are? Uh, send me a link. And, uh, and and now it's normal. So I'm like so glad that everyone caught up. Um, so that's been a massive tool. Uh, bucketing my days. So Thursdays is the only day I record my podcast. So I literally have from you know morning to evening um, on my Calendly that says Entrepreneur Circle Guest. And then uh, I believe uh, Mondays I do creative sort of tasks. So Ron, you'll appreciate that. I try to devote my day to that. It's not always happen. Doesn't always happen. Uh, Thursdays I do financial deadlines and administrative checking emails and stuff like that. But when I started to bucket my time, when I started to move away from to do lists and started to operate my days and weeks on the calendar. And what the calendar is telling me to do in that bucket of time, that was a game changer. Yeah. I'm writing that down. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, I mean, Ron and I, we try to follow that calendar so much, but uh, obviously, you know, like even for this show, we knew every day, every week, we Tuesdays, we have a three o'clock, you know, interview. Uh, but I'm the one that signed up through your Calendly. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I didn't it wasn't on my calendar. calendar. <laughs> Even though it's it's luckily it's always blocked out for this type of thing. We, we we block it out so it's free, so we don't put something on there. And then we have a calendly that like again, I can understand the whole pretentious thing, and then I'll give it back to Corey since I jumped in. But like if you go to get on our podcast, you can only pick two hours a week that we get you on the podcast. Right. And it's two different days and they fill up pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Right. And 
So it's it works in our time, but I never thought of it as someone going there like, oh my gosh, seriously, what's going on? Only only Thursday, three months from now, that's awful. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. It's it's definitely saved a lot, uh, but making sure that we balance the two calendars sometimes it, it proves a little a little more challenging. But uh, all right, I, I want to shift a little bit here uh, and, and talk about hindsight because you know. Hindsight's 2020. We all know if we had a little bit more hindsight uh, going into things, we might make a few better decisions once in a while. So if you had the power to go back uh, with the knowledge that you have now, is there any kind of advice you'd go back and give uh, to a younger Eric? Yeah. So this is somewhat high level ish strategy um, and not an easy task to accomplish, especially in the mindset category. Uh, but I, realized especially in this day and age where buying businesses is super critical to the economy now baby boomers folding their businesses not realizing they can sell opportunities like never before when it comes to buying businesses because there's you know everybody knows 99% of businesses fail and 1% make you know uh less than a million dollars and then the rest of them just fail so like it's very, very, very slim chances for you as business owners, not to be a Debbie Downer here, to make it uh, in the long run. So the ones that do have some sort of system and process and team, it may not be perfect, but they're operating and they figured something out. So what I realized is if I could go back three, four years before building on air brands, I would have freaking bought a multimedia company, one that was maybe struggling, one that needed a creative director, needed a strategic, you know, uh, plan. And I would have came in rather than say, hey, would you hire me? I would have been like, how about I buy you? Right. And then I buy it and then I'll either rebrand re it or keep it if they have a good brand. But that would have exponentially increased the speed of which what I was trying to do. Uh, you know, by tenfold, because now I don't have to hire, I don't have to build processes and buy equipment and, and, and find a rental space. Like I'm buying a business that's doing what I want it to do. Now I can shift it, use the pieces, you know, remold, reshape if needed. But yeah, I, I definitely would have tried to convince myself like, Hey, maybe don't start something up, man. Maybe, maybe you should look into buying businesses. I love that. I love that. Okay. So you brought it up a little bit but I want to kind of transition. Let's talk about on-air brands and kind of everything you do and, and kind of let the audience know a little bit more about that particular brand that you, that you have. Yeah. It's such a funny thing because Ron, you understand this, especially because we we're coming from the creative industry and, and just businesses in general. Um, I, I, I often offend people when I say this, but when you brand something, um, Try not to brand it with your name. A lot of companies tend to call it, you know, cool industries. That actually sounds cool. Yes. Um, <laughs> or, or they name it the the they give it the initials of you know the founders. Where to me, as a branding guy, it sort of nails on a chalkboard because I'm like, that is so lazy, you know. Because what you're doing there is it's sort of an ego trip. Um, but then also, how does it foster? Uh, you know, a, a culture or or tribe of people that will have ownership over that, right? So my business was called Cabral Design. And I was like, hmm, I'm going to call it Cabral Brand now. And then I realized I was hiring legit people like who are, you know, making six figures. And I'm like, eventually I want to make a bigger thing. How can I give them ownership? How can I give them something that feels like, hey, I'm part of a big picture. It's not just Cabral's empire. So I was like looking all over for a name and I thought I was going to call it Amplify Your Brand. And that was all taken. Somebody had it. And I was just so stuck on that name. And I'll never forget this. I was sitting in a diner with my partner at the time. And I was like, you know, because and I'm, he's like, just tell me what the business is about. I'm like, you know, a lot of investors were the clients. And I'm like, you know, because they don't understand social media. They don't know how to get on the air because they don't realize like social media marketing is like, you know, back in the day, uh, NBC, CBS. Now it's YouTube and Facebook. You know, they just need to get their voice and their their, their faces on the air. I'm like, wait a second. And I like Google on air brands and it was available. And I'm like, oh my God, I literally, 
I paused for like 30 seconds and I'm like, Google it again. This has to be a mistake on your brand. <laughs> it's available here. Facebook's available. You know, Instagram's available. You know, URLs, all the URLs available. I literally walk out into the parking lot and I start crying because I'm like, this is it. <laughs> I've come up with a name that means everything. Everyone will understand what on-air brands means because we put you, your brand and broadcast it on the air for you. And I was like, this is the world, this is the bee's knees. So I grab every single URL except Twitter. They're the only one that I couldn't grab. And the reason why is the originator of whoever owned this brand, guess who it was? <laughs> It was as seen on TV. They no. had, they had it all, and they let it go. They let it go, like which, which is what you need to do, Ron. Just let things go. But uh, <laughs> it is there's a callback. So um, yeah, I um I, I realized that this is something that I want to build because I had a long, longer sort of goal and picture, you know, to just create this massive thing that everybody can be a part of and want to be a part of, and then that kind of. Uh, you know, blended itself well and, and 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 naturally moved into the Podmax mantra and core values. So fun, so good. All right, so uh, I I want to dig in just a little bit because we we've mentioned Podmax, but we haven't talked about Podmax, and uh, I, I'm sure you've heard Ron and I uh, mention this since the event. But uh, I mean, Ron didn't even know. Other than, hey, book your calendar, we've got some podcast interviews at this thing called PodMax, is what I told him when I signed us up, right? Like, see, he had zero knowledge or expectation. And then I knew just enough that I thought we had three interviews, right? Like, that was basically Luis and Luis said, You guys love this. Okay, sure, done. We're there. You don't have to. It was on my calendar. I go, What is that? (laughs) (laughs) At least Calendly worked that time. Yeah, he goes, He goes, It's, he goes, It's, it's PodMax. I go, What is that? (laughs) (laughs) and and so and one it was hard to get back to zoom recording interviews which that again that was weird that that was a challenge because we were used to this uh, platform or style now uh but but then yeah the event itself like the family that is there is second to none and and as long as you're welcoming us we will be there because it was just an incredible event you and josh have have something amazing like you know when they say like that person's got it you don't know what it is but but podmax that is it uh so tell us how where tell us about podpacks tell tell the people about podmax uh tell everyone because everyone definitely needs to know yeah no i appreciate all all of that Corey. really truly do um you know that that makes me feel all warm and fuzzy um yeah what we've what we've grown to know and love about what happened with podmax which was and is think speed dating for in podcasting so you're an entrepreneur you're a business owner you want to get on multiple shows in a day it's a very efficient right well-oiled machine you get to come in and you record on shows that's in its simplest form that's an easy understand uh, you could you could you could digest that but you guys know it's way more than that right it's it's an event it's an experience it's something that modern day networking people people haven't figured it out yet and what makes virtual networking so special is the connections it's the relationships it's all the stuff all the magic that's happening inside the room and i want to quote uh, Claude Silver, who is the chief heart officer of VaynerMedia, she said to us offline uh, that the room was fertile. Like you guys can plant anything you want because that's how open everyone is. And what she meant by that was everyone is so vulnerable, trusting, and loving. We had no idea that that was going to happen as a result of just giving and giving and offering value and bringing in keynote speakers at that level. And what happened was the podcasting sort of became a side thing where it's like a nice to have for the podcasters to like record content. And then the entrepreneurs to come in and be like, oh, wow, I'm associated with that podcaster. And I'm now speaking to the tribe that they've built and nurtured over time. I sort of sped through that process. So thank you. So like all of that starts to happen, but then the networking, the pre-event training, we you know we train entrepreneurs on how to best tell their story, find clarity in their message. So like all these really cool things happen 
throughout the experience, but that's pretty much it in a nutshell. It's not, it's not pretty much it. That was the, one of the most amazing events I've ever been to. And, wow. and let me, let me, like, I've said this multiple times. I don't know what I was expecting. I just got more than I was expecting. Right. I've been on the virtual events. Um, but you're right. The vulnerability piece. And it started with you guys and your keynotes. Hmm. Like it was, it was so easy to be vulnerable and everyone knew and felt safe in that environment. And there's not a lot of, actually, there's no other place that I can think of that I've ever felt that way on a zoom room that I would have shared anything or heard the stories one after another, after another, after another that we were hearing. And then the other piece that we shared, um, cause I don't believe in coincidences ever. I just feel everything happens exactly how it's supposed to happen. And you're given the opportunity that God gives you to do whatever it is that you're supposed to do. So what's crazy is we didn't know what to expect. Corey started reading this book profits first on Saturday or Sunday. And then he tells me about it on Monday and I'm like, uh, okay, that sounds fine. Right? Like literally this is our conversation on Monday. Cause we have a weekly meeting on Monday and then Tuesday was Podmax. Well, Tuesday comes our first guest wasn't available. So we had Rocky, right? Who just happened to come into our room because he didn't have his interviewer. We didn't have a guest. They're like, oh, go together. And what does Rocky do? He teaches profits first all over the place. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And I've never seen Corey ever, ever so excited for a guest in my life. And I've known him for six years. Right. And I was like, wow, he doesn't do that for me. I'm jealous. Like, it's very sad, <laughs> but, but uh, he must see me too much. I don't know. I see Corey more now in zoom world than I do in real life ever. Um, but so we have what February 26th is the next podcast pod max. Yeah. So I have something for your listeners here. Yes. That is the the main event, right? The wow. big, big thing that we're all talking about. You got to come February 26th, sign up at podmax.co, but we have a free, get a little taste of the community, you know, get the vibe of the tribe this Friday, February 6th, I believe. Is it, is it six? Where uh, we, fifth, fifth, sorry, uh, February 5th, we have what we're calling, it's the first ever, but we're going to continue to do this, the PodMax Mixer. So what it, what that is, is the community comes in, everyone who wants to understand and know and feel what it's all about gets to come in. There's no charge. And we're going to do some, some activities. We're going to do what you guys, you know, have grown to love is we're going to engage, ask questions, give people the stage. But then at the same time, we're going to incorporate some really cool new stuff that I think is uh, going to eventually make its way to the main stage. But yeah, we're excited about it. So it's podmax.co slash mixer. And that's where you sign up and get the link and all the information you need. What time? It's 11 to 12 30 eastern standard yeah oh thanks for that awesome welcome yeah 11 to 12 30 you said uh yes that's 90 minutes for, uh eastern yeah. i'll be in vegas maybe maybe i'll be able to oh no yeah, so uh, let's talk about this vegas thing for uh, a second <laughs> i haven't talked about this so so Corey goes hey do you want to you want to go to vegas i was like sure let's let's go and he goes it's the super bowl i was like oh like I can't, that's like my wife's and I like holiday. We do a party thing. It's fun. Wow. So I, I can't go. And I'm like super jealous that he's going to Vegas on the Super Bowl because I totally want to go. Yeah. I could actually <laughs> my wife said I could go, which is even worse. Take your wife. Yeah, but his wife isn't going. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> take your wife, Corey. <laughs> uh, you got kids. Someone's got to watch the kiddos. So. Yeah. Take the kids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My, my wife can watch Ron's kids too. We'll, we'll see. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Um, all right. Last question for me, Eric. Uh, if, and and let's, let's stick around the PodMax theme. If I uh, have never heard of PodMax, I have my business. Uh, I need to be at PodMax because. It's the unique and only podcasting event that you need to go to 
it, no one's doing what we're doing. So you have to come and see what it's all about. Really? Yeah. I'm going to add to that. Cause I, I'm going to, I'm going to, this, this is an easy one. Cause I know the answer, but you don't even need to have a podcast mm-hmm. to go to PodMax. So we had someone that we interviewed and we asked her about her podcast and she goes, I don't have one. We're like, wow. Right. So she just comes to get her message out to be heard and learn from the amazing guests. Right. So is that, is that a true statement? Yeah, I though that is the ticket holders. We call them maxers, but I think everyone at this point, um, you know, we're going to call you know maxers and podmax. But uh, yeah, if you want to get on shows, you know, you have a business, you have a story or a message that you want to share with communities that are already baked in. They have trust, a level of trust from their hosts, and you get to stand on their platform, tell your story, three in one day, and then, then everything happens to you. You don't even realize what's happening. And you're like, wow, how do I continue to keep coming to these <laughs> every single month? But right. yeah, that's, that's, I think, thank you for that, Ron, because um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's truly something that um, is hard for us to describe because of the fact that it's so many things, but first and foremost, um, yeah, it's all about a place like you mentioned, Ron, it's a safe space for you to share, to be vulnerable and meet like, meet like-minded individuals that have an abundance mindset. Yeah. Yeah. And and just one piece to add to that too, the level of which every person was, it it was also different, right? Like I'm sure you've had people show up on your show and you're like, Oh, why am I interviewing you? Why, you know, like, why are we having this conversation? And, and and so from a, the people that we were able to interview, but even just the entire room, you can tell like, Oh, I want to interview him and her. And I want to like, I want to interview everyone. How do you know everyone? Like, let's go. This is a candy shop, right? Like, it's kind of how you feel with the quality yeah. of people that were in that room. So, uh, yeah. definitely, you um, and, and have just developed such a culture that, uh, again, uh, Ron and I, we were blessed to be asked and to be there, and and thankful that uh, we can continue to go forward. So, definitely love it. So love good. that and love you guys. Thank you so much for all the support and, you know, just singing our song because um, it, it has to be heard in order for people to come. And I think we attract, right, all like-minded individuals. So yeah, the more you guys sort of put this out there, I appreciate it because you guys are part of us. You have the same DNA and let's just keep finding our tribe and, and, and helping it to grow. So appreciate yeah. that. I love it. All right. So Eric, I'm sure people are like, Oh my gosh, I got to get involved. (laughs) Where can they find you? How can they get connected? Yeah. So the mixer is a great place to come and check us out live. And that's podmax.co slash mixer. And just go to the website. Podmax.co is the place to go when you want to learn more. You know, you can sign up as a host. If you have a podcast, Uh, usually our criteria is about 50 episodes. Uh, You're consistent on your social media. Uh, You have a following. So those are hosts that we're always looking for, but then also we're looking for guests. We're looking for people that want to be on different types of podcasts and then also be a part of a unique networking experience. Perfect. All right, Eric, uh, thanks again for sharing your time with us. Definitely honored to have you here. It's been a blast and uh, definitely we will see you on Friday, 2-5 at the Mixer. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Bye. All right. You know, who's pumped? I know I'm pumped. How about you, Ron? You pumped? Oh my gosh. I learned so much. Like, I want to go buy stuff. That's what I've learned. Like, my wife is probably not going to be happy after this episode because I might buy a company or two. That makes sense. It made, like, he he wrote, I I was like, that made sense. That's like, you're skipping ahead. You're like cheating on a test. That's amazing. Right? Yes. That's not my, that's not my takeaways. That's just my statement. Go buy business. (laughs) <laughs> just my statement. So obviously it's two takeaways. Obviously, if you've listened to the show, I have a lot. So now I have to whittle it down. But the other piece that I'm going to, the big one that I'm going to talk about is the calendar piece, right? Because we still, we block off time, but we still have a to-do list, right? And sometimes that ah, stuff doesn't vibe, right? I loved, I love the best practice where he's talking about, he does a creative block here, right? 
He does admin block hair. He does a business block hair. I was like, oh my gosh, like that's that's what I needed. And maybe I just needed that because I think funny. So hopefully yeah, that I'm helps sure. somebody else that thinks funny. Um, but I loved that. And then the other piece, he didn't exactly say it, but he talked about it at the beginning of his journey. Be a learner, be a learner, but take action. If you're just a learner and you don't take action, doesn't get you anywhere. That's called a waiter. Like you're not, you're not getting anywhere. You're just waiting for something to happen and it's probably not going to happen. Yep. You have to take yeah. action steps. He was, he was talking about find people that know, know more than you start, yes. right? But it's all irrelevant if you don't implement. So implementation is key. But one other piece that I don't know if many people caught. And that was the start of the journey. And that is doing an audit of your situation, doing a self audit of where you are at and where you want to go. Because otherwise, you know, what's that definition of insanity, right? You keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. And so we, we definitely don't want that. So do a self audit, figure out those steps that you want to go. And then you know, everyone, if you paid attention at all, we want you at PodMax with us. PodMax.co forward slash mixer to get the, the event happening this Friday or February 26th. There is going to be a, a full event, full day of awesomeness. And I know there's going to be some amazing people there. So we'd love to see you there. Yeah, guys. Thanks for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community.